0: Welcome to Puritans Read, where we read aloud great Puritan works, authors, and biographies. Today, episode 17 of An Alarm to the Unconverted by Richard Baxter. Objection 9. It was a better world when men did not make so much ado in religion. Answer. Faith hath ever been the custom to praise the time past. That world that you speak of was wont to say, It was a better world in our forefathers' days, and so did they of their forefathers. This is but an old custom, because we all feel the evil of our own times, but we see not that which was before us. Number two, perhaps you speak as you think. Worldlings think the world is at the best when it is most agreeable to their minds and when they have the most mirth and worldly pleasure. And I doubt not, but the devil, as well as you, would say that then it was a better world, for then he had more service and less disturbance. But the world is best when God is most loved, regarded, and obeyed. And how else will you know when the world is good or bad but by this? Objection 10. There are so many ways and religions that we know not which to be of, and therefore we will be even as we are. Answer. Because there are many, will you be of that way that you may be sure is wrong? none are farther out of the way than worldly, fleshly, unconverted sinners. For they do not err in this or that opinion, as many sects do, but in the very scope and drift of their lives. If you were going a journey that your life lay on, would you stop or turn again because you meet some crossways or because you saw some travelers go the horseway and some the footway and Some perhaps break over the hedge, yea, and some miss the way. Or would you not rather be the more careful to inquire the way? If you have some servants that know not how to do your work right, and some that are unfaithful, would you take it well at any of the rest that would therefore be idle and do you no service, because they see the rest so bad? Objection 11. I do not see that it goes any better with those that are so godly than with other men. They are as poor and in as much trouble as others. Answer. And, perhaps, in much more, when God sees it meet. They take not an earthly prosperity for their wages. They have laid up their treasure and hopes in another world, or else they are not Christians indeed. The less they have... The more is behind, and they are content to wait till then. Objection 12 When you have said all that you can, I am resolved to hope well and trust in God and do as well as I can and not make so much ado. Answer 1 Is that doing as well as you can? When you will not turn to God, but your heart is against his holy and diligent service, it is as well as you will indeed, but that is your misery. Number two, my desire is that you should hope and trust in God. But for what is it that you will hope? Is it to be saved if you turn and be sanctified? For this you have God's promise, and therefore hope for it, and spare not. But if you hope to be saved without conversion and a holy life, this is not to hope in God but in Satan or yourselves. For God hath given you no such promise but told you the contrary. But it is Satan and self-love that made you such promises and raised you to such hopes. Well, If these, and such as these, be all you have to say against conversion and a holy life, your all is nothing, and worse than nothing. And if these, and such as these, seem reasons sufficient to persuade you to forsake God and cast yourselves into hell, the Lord deliver you from such reasons and from such blind understandings, and from such senseless, hardened hearts? Dare you stand to every one of these reasons at the bar of God? Do you think it will then serve your turn to say, Lord, I did not turn because I had so much to do in the world, or because I did not like the lives of some professors, or because I saw men of so many minds, Oh, how easily will the light of that day confound in shame such reasons as these. Had you the world to look after? Let the world which you served now pay you your wages and save you if it can. Had you not a better world to look after first, and were ye not commanded to seek first God's kingdom, and righteousness, and promised that other things shall be added to you. Matthew 6, 33. And were you not told that godliness was profitable to all things, having the promise of this life and of that which is to come? 1 Timothy 4, 8. Did the sins of professors hinder you? You should rather have been the more heedful and learned by their falls to beware and have been the more careful not to be more careless. It was the scripture and not their lives that was your rule. Did the many opinions of the world hinder you? Why? The scripture that was your rule did teach you but one way, and that was the right way. If you had followed that, even in so much as was plain and easy, you would never have miscarried. Will not such answers as these confound and silence you? If these will not, God hath those that will. When he asketh the man, Friend, how camest thou in hither, having not on a wedding garment? Matthew twenty-two twelve. that is, What dost thou in my church amongst professed Christians without a holy heart and life. What answer did he make? Why the text saith, he was speechless. He had nothing to say. The clearness of the case and the majesty of God will then easily stop the mouths of the most confident of you, though you will not be put down by anything that we can say to you now, but will make good your cause, be it never so bad. I know already that never a reason that now you can give me will do you any good at last when your case must be opened before the Lord and all the world. Nay, I scarce think that your own consciences are well satisfied with your reasons. For if they are, it seems then you have not so much as a purpose to repent But if you do but purpose to repent, it seems you do not put much confidence in your reasons which you bring against it. What say you, unconverted sinners? Have you any good reason to give why you should not turn and presently turn with all your hearts? Or will you go to hell in despite of reason itself? Bethink you what you do in time, for it will shortly be too late to bethink you. Can you find any fault with God, or his work, or wages? Is he a bad master? Is the devil whom ye serve a better? Or is the flesh a better? Is there any harm in a holy life? Is a life of worldliness and ungodliness better? Do you think in your conscience that it would do you any harm to be converted and live a holy life? What harm can it do you? Is it harm to you to have the Spirit of Christ within you and to have a cleansed, purified heart? If it be bad to be holy, why doth God say, Be ye holy, for I am holy, 1 Peter 1, 15 and 16, Leviticus 20, 7. Is it evil to be like God? Is it not said that God made man in his own image? Why? This holiness is his image. This Adam lost, and this Christ by his word and spirit would restore you, as he doth to all he will save. Why? were you baptized into the Holy Ghost? And why do you baptize your children into the Holy Ghost as your sanctifier if you will not be sanctified by him, but think it a hurt to be sanctified? Tell me truly, as before the Lord, though you are loath to live a holy life, had you not rather die in the case of those that do so than of others? If you were... To die this day, had you not rather die in the case of a converted man than of the unconverted, of a holy and heavenly man than of a carnal, earthly man? And would you not say, as Balaam, "Let me die the death of the righteous, and let my last end be like his"? Numbers twenty-three, ten. And why? will you not now be of the mind that you will be of then? First or last, you must come to this, either to be converted or to wish you had been when it is too late. This concludes episode 17 of An Alarm to the Unconverted by Richard Baxter.